Hello everyone, welcome to Realm and Ruin Presents Warhammer Waffle, Episode 5. A spin-off with so much waffle that the Adeptus Mechanicus are quickly looking for the Elasticated Power Armor STC. (laughs) That's a lot of waffle. I'm your host Matt, and joining me as always, a guy who has more ideas than there are rats in a Skaven family photo, it's Cameron. (laughs) How you doing, mate? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing all right, thank you. That is not an inaccurate description. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Plotting do and Skaven... scheming, Governor. Do mm. <laughs> Skaven have photography? Um, yeah, I, I think they're egotistical enough to yeah. have cameras. Mm. Obviously, they'd be fighting over it because oh yeah, yeah, they're backstabbing little shits, yeah. aren't they? But you know. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Someone I guess they got like satellite it. phones and stuff, so it makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do. It's in um, oh, is this in um, uh, Eight Lamentations, the Spear of Shadow, Shadow Spear, right? Whatever it was, book the Skaven literally have like a satellite phone for cross realm communication or something. Really? No, I must read yeah. that sometime. I've still not got around mm. to ever reading that book. I've got it on my shelf. So, yeah, and you have oh, now intrigued me, sir. Intrigued me. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, it's time for another waffle. Um, we're doing this one not long after the last waffle. Mm, We've sort of yeah. had a big break, well, you know, a relatively <coughs> big break from them um, because of doing other stuff. And then obviously now mm. with this isolation period, we thought, hey, let's do some more waffles. We've got the time. Um, you know, I can do them on my lunch breaks. It's, it's the mm. evening for Cameron. You know, hey, yep. why not? So exactly. more waffle incoming. Open that mouth. Uh, ready to taste. <laughs> That sounds so wrong. Right. So, as, as always, if you want to see uh, us on social media or a way to support the show, obviously all of the notes for that will be down in the description. And as per mm. every waffle, we are both bringing a subject to the table, so to speak. And yeah. we're just going to, as I said, chat for about, you know, 50 minutes to an hour or so. So, um, yeah. Cameron, yeah. what would you like to talk about? All right. Uh, put on your fluffy robes, uh, oh, moisturize your skin. Get yourself a glass of chocolate milk and sit down. It's time for Warhammer of self-care, because, God, <laughs> don't we all need that right now? <laughs> I'm intrigued again, sir. What is this? Mm. <laughs> what is this you speak uh, of? So, it's been an exhausting couple of days for me, personally. I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm okay. not sick or anything. I'm healthy and everything, but I'm back at work. That's got its own whole spider nest of... Difficulties to take care of, um, partly because some students are back at the school itself and most students are still at home. And so we have such things as, oh, the students are still doing their music lessons online, but there's no one in the music department when they go up there in the school to sit in the room to do the music. So we can't put them up there. What are we doing? Everything's all over the place. And then a couple of things in my personal life, like helping a friend get through an unexpected ER visit yesterday. Again, everyone's fine. Nothing's okay. wrong anymore. Everyone's healthy, but God, it was exhausting. Um, and then I w- actually went shopping on my own for the first time in about three weeks today, and that was the most tiring out of all three of those things, let me tell you that. And I am <laughs> about done. And of course, <laughs> what do I do when I'm done with everything except sit down with some expensive little toys and uh, a pile of uh, handicraft tools and just lose myself in the experience of the hobby? Um <clears throat> So, yeah, this is essentially what I said. This is this is my personal guide to doing doing relaxing hobbying. You know, yeah. enjoying yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to have a few tips here. I'm going to vaguely organize them. I've had, this is a rough idea. I've not sketched it out or anything. Okay. You're getting raw, unedited. Oh, I wouldn't slightly anything edited. less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so the first thing you want to do is you want to find something that's relatively low stakes in your collection. Mm-hmm. We've all got a backlog. It's all, it's all there. We all have one. Yeah, not don't lie it. about it. If you yeah, think don't, you don't lie have about one, it. You do have one. <laughs> yes. yeah, there's, there's at least one miniature somewhere that's not finished. Um, mm-hmm. And if not, I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> so, most of us have a reasonable backlog, let's be honest. And in your heart of hearts, you love all your plastic children, but you know some of them are loved less. And that's all right. <laughs> because the ones that are loved less... Uh, ironically enough, the ones that you can love the most, because Ooh. it's less difficult to love them, because there's no that stakes. Is so poetic. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I came up with it on the spot again. Um, like literally, uh, fi- look through your backlog, find something you have not touched or even looked at in like a year. That's probably a project that you can live without perfection in, mm-hmm. but you know. It's still something that ought to, you know, have some time dedicated to it and figure that out. Uh, for me personally, uh, about a year ago, it was the it was the time of the dreadnoughts, and <laughs> that went on for about a month. I got a decent ways through that, and then other projects came to the fore. Work got busier, all that kind of stuff, and the day of the dreadnoughts subsided. But today, it's the day of the dreadnoughts again <laughs> <laughs> because. You know, um, uh, to be fair, I've been secretly gathering the materials for this over the last couple of weeks, but because I've, I've wanted to get to them. I love them. They're there. I really do. But they were less important than finishing 575 points worth of melee plaguerines and three <laughs> knights. <laughs> so, you know, there's, a, there's an order of priorities here. Um, but so what I've done today, once I finished my work, which was again confusing people rescheduling all over the place i was going to teach someone at around midday and didn't um so i'm teaching them tomorrow morning instead because <laughs> again schedules awful terrible it's exhausting so what i did was i pulled out of a out of an old shoebox uh the shoebox being my shelf um and a, a contempt to dreadnought a genuine <laughs> beautiful forge world project lovely resin beautiful mostly assembled armless uh, because I couldn't afford to get arms at the time. <laughs> and I'll talk about this more in our actual episode we're recording in about three days' time. Mm-hmm. Three days' time. Oh, yeah. got to finish yeah. the book real quick. Yes, uh, I <laughs> Got to start reading tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I happened to find over the over the online marketplaces a fairly cheap Contempt of Dreadnought that came with many spare weapon options. And I went, Ooh. For the for the simple price of a Chaos Rhino, I could own many more Contemptor bits and an additional mm. Contemptor. This intrigues me. Um, and so, because this is self-care, you see, I knew I was going to feel like this after the first couple of days of, of just stuff falling all over the place. I didn't expect, again, the ER visit or anything, but I knew the rest of it would be getting to me. So I, I in the past, thought of myself in the future and went, I'm going to get this. And it's going to be... Just a little relaxing thing I can do. And that is, if you don't have something like that in your backlog, make something like that in your backlog. You see something you're vaguely interested in, but you know you're not crazy invested in. If it's cheap, if it's easy, eh, 
get it. It's good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> stimulate the local economy while you're at it, please. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so a lot of today has been me sitting down with my hobby drill and a set of precision screwdrivers, because I don't have a hand drill with a small enough bit, um, carving out holes in a pair of Contemptor Dreadnoughts and fitting magnets in and getting these boys looking all pretty for the ball. And by the ball, I mean the priming box. Um, <laughs> and see, the thing is, a lot of people would look at this and say, well, they're dreadnoughts. They're big projects. You should be heavily invested in them. I go, no, I'm relaxed. It's good. <laughs> I've never planned to put these in my army. If they don't turn out perfect, that's fine. I'm going to mm-hmm. learn. I'm going to learn more about doing small-scale magnetization because I've only really done one other thing at that scale before, and I did it very quickly, and I barely remember what I learned. I'm going to learn a little bit, but mostly it's all simple motions. It's nothing crazy complicated. You dig a hole. You put a little dab of super glue, you slap a magnet on, you're done. It's nice and simple. I don't have to, you know, look through a 15-page instruction manual to find out where that one <laughs> plastic bit I missed is meant to go. I don't have to, you know, search through a box of bits or anything. It's all neatly contained. It's a simple, clear project with a clear goal of just get some arms on these dreadnoughts. Mm. And I sat down, and I am now completely covered in super glue. But that's not the fault of this. Um, <laughs> that's a different project. <laughs> that's, uh, well, it's, it's more. It's, I would call it shoddy manufacturing on Gorilla Glue's part. How dare they? How dare they make a super glue squeegee container that has the possibility of popping on the side? Um, <laughs> and me getting a handful of glue. Uh, I've gotten most of it off. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it was really nice. I spent probably three or four hours today cleaning bits off, drilling my little holes, widening my little holes, fitting magnets, making sure they're the right way around, and then just posing things. It's nice. Mm. It's fun. Mm. It's relaxed because, again, because I have no plans to use these in an army, mostly because I don't actually play 40k more than once a year at this (laughs) point, but if if they turn out kind of shit, they turn out kind of shit and I'll have learned something and i can always go back later and improve them is the big thing as well paint's not forever um super glue and green stuff is a little bit more forever but again you can fix that as well it's fine mm-hmm. um so find a project you're not 1000 percent invested in it doesn't have to be perfect when you're working at it keep in mind your goal here is to relax for me personally doing crafty things with my hands so my mind can just go blank it's a series of easy repetitive motions and a simple plan. It's the best thing for me to relax with. That's why I love doing the dishes, incidentally. <laughs> scrubbing. Your, your mind's off in wherever, but your hands, they're just going, they're doing their thing. The hands are occupied. They're not going tapping on stuff all over the place or anything like that. No, none <laughs> of that nonsense. Um, you're good. You're happy. You're relaxed. And it's just about maintaining that frame of mind throughout the project. There were several points, such as when... My nearly empty file of superglue exploded in my hand. That I felt myself becoming angered. And I took that thought and I just looked at it and I was like, yes, this is annoying. But it is just glue. And it was mm. nearly empty. I toss it away. Toss yeah. it away. You don't need that thought. No. No, you, you feel clean, a better person you, for it. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> you understand that you could have been mad about that, but no, you just toss you toss this broken thing of glue. You wash your hands off. You spend 20 minutes peeling the glue off your skin. Which is the fun <laughs> bit. That's the most fun it's bit. It's the fun yep. bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Getting all the getting all the glue prints off you. Um, <laughs> and then and then you can sit back down and look at it. And now I can sit down and I can look. I've got two good-looking contempted dreadnoughts with weapons standing mm-hmm. next to each other. 
I've still got like four more weapon options to build and magnetize, but their shoulders are done, and that's honestly half the job, because now I can just put magnets in the weapon. They'll be good to go. Um, now I think of that, I didn't actually wash them properly beforehand, so before I prime these, I'll also be going over them with a toothbrush. Don't worry, I'm taking good <laughs> care of them, but I'm relaxed about it. Yeah. It's more It's more in framing of mind. Um, yeah, uh, the second part of it. So the, the first part is choose a project you're not incredibly fussed about and do your best to be relaxed. Don't overwork yourself, obviously, into the relaxed state because then you can't relax. It's that paradox of it's, you know, you're stopping yourself. Uh, and the second thing is make sure you're sitting comfortably. You know, mm. every 10, 15 minutes, give yourself a little bit of a stretch, just arms out, shoulders up neck side to side just you know keep things moving every hour get up you know go to the bathroom drink a bottle of water look at something else for 10 20 minutes and <laughs> return to it essentially what i'm saying is take care of yourself and you'll enjoy yourself um <laughs> a, a severe revelation i know um <laughs> but i feel i've come along i've come a long way from the early days of this podcast when you could open the door to my bedroom and just be knocked out by fumes and see me <laughs> huddled in the corner like Gollum over the ring, just soaring away at bits and things. That was lots of fun. I created lots of nice things. But looking back at certain times, I was a little too infested. And that's fine. Yeah. Remember, this is a hobby. We're here yeah. to have fun. If Definitely. you're not having fun, uh, think about why you're not having fun and try and solve that. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're painting to competition standard, it's okay if it's a little more tense. But again, you should yeah. be doing that because you want to, because you enjoy it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think and, that's, that's good. Yeah. 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 Just, it's, it's hard enough as it is right now. You don't need your hobby giving you grief at the same time. Mm. And if you've got a big backlog like Matt does, you can diversify. Because <laughs> I've seen him doing all kinds of wonderful things over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I feel I feel if you're not practicing these exact things, you're at least doing a little bit because I feel you branching out fingers in every pie. Yeah. You know, some yeah. space rules here, some Nurgle there, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that sort of leaded on to that hobby zen moment that you're sort of describing. I think I've mm. sort of got there as well. And, and even like you were just saying, we're, you know, we're, over two years of doing this and like how mm. our hobby habits have changed. And it'd be, it'd be interesting actually, cause you know, there's people that have been, that are like joining our discord recently that, that have, have like only just discovered us and are, are you know, going mm. through our backlog. Fair play to you for going through our backlog. Yeah. It's quite oh, a few yeah. hours. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, it'd be interesting to hear like, you know, purely from the hobby perspective, how things have changed. You know, mm. I mean, my hobby, you know, experience the last few years has been very up and down. You know, I've, mm. as anyone that, is, that listens to us regularly, I'm, I get very frustrated. I, you know, I have ideas and then I drop them. I pick them up again. I'm like, right, no, I'm not going to bother with that. Or, you know, and mm. I, oh, there was a period where I sort of didn't do any hobby for a while. And, and then I've sort of had recent periods where I've done a lot of hobby and, you mm. know, and, and I've sort of, got to that point where you know you know when you whether in like other contexts when they sort of describe you being sort of green and fresh and then you know as mm. time goes on you get more experienced and you realize yeah. you know less is more and all that sort of you know sort of mantras mm. and things like that I, mm. I sort of got to that point now where i don't feel bad for not doing something or or, yeah. or the opposite i feel i don't feel bad for doing something i think in mm, mm. you know what it's my hobby like it is for everyone else and <laughs> if i want to be diverse and i mm. think for me personally that's working 
I'm not going to stop doing that because yeah, why would, absolutely. why would I? Um, mm. and I, I think that, you know, like I've said in recent times that, you know, with my personality, I like to be able to pick stuff up, put it down again, do something else for a while, uh, you know, mm. another project and then go back to the other one because, you know, mood changes, you know, uh, it's that magpie sort of, you know, mm. hobby butterfly, me- you know, mentality. And, you know, and I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. It has, you know, in air quotes, consequences, like, you know, things will take longer to get done. If you're trying to get mm. an army done, it will take longer because you're deviating from it, doing other projects. But yeah. yeah. Does that really matter if you're not no. like at the end of the day, if not, if you don't really have an aim, like, okay, if you were, like I said, aiming to have an army ready for a tournament, okay, that's a, that is an aim. And if you don't make it in time, then you're not going to play. And obviously that may mm. mean a lot or may mean not much to you. It depends again on your perspective. Whereas, you know, I think to myself, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't have, I'm getting stuff done for my benefit and, it, you know, hopefully over time things get done and it means I can, have different options of when I want to play stuff. And sometimes, like I said, it's just mood and it's, it's whatever relaxes Mm. you sometimes. And it's, and I imagine a lot of people know, will relate to this is that you'll be, you know, in the middle of a project, like, you know, you're, you're doing your Nurgle stuff. You're like, Oh, I'm really Mm. enjoying doing this Nurgle stuff. And then they will come to a point where you're like, Oh, I'm getting a bit, not bored. That's not probably the, necessarily yeah. the right word, but you, you know, it's getting a bit of a slug, a bit of mm. you know, a bit of a slog, and and, and uh, uh, it, you know, you, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> quite appropriate. Um, and you know, it's one of those situations where you think, you know what, I I I need to take a break from this and mm. go do something completely different, and you know, and then do that thing for a while. And I guarantee, there's a good chance you will want to come back to the thing you just you know, just dropped. Mm. Um, and again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, Mm. and also it has its big advantages because it will have advantages. Like, like you just said, it, it makes you generally more well-rounded when you're dealing with different models and different techniques and whether it's the building, the converting, Mm. the painting, um, also, and also it, it, it does put your attention towards other parts of the hobby in the sense that, you know, say you're like, Oh, I want to work on my space wolves now. You'll be like, oh, I may read a space wolf book while I'm, yeah. you know, in the zone with space wolves. But then, you know, it could be, and it can happen the other way where you're like, oh, I really want to read that book about, you know, I don't know, Jakari, you know, for example. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I really like that model. Oh, I may work on that, you know, and again, you just, you know, mm. you just go from there. And I think that's the way this hobby is. You've got so much option out there. Uh, it's crazy. Mm. And then, and uh, you know, yeah. some people struggle that but i think embrace it at times i think that's Mm. actually the key to it and don't stress about it and that's coming from someone that is stressed far too much about it in the past (laughs) and i don't you know and Mm. you know when i reveal secret project why that that will it play into that quite nicely because it will be very diverse and Mm. i think yeah you know find that moment find that sort of happy place because that's what a hobby should be it should be a happy mm. place and it is absolutely yeah. but it can sometimes not be and and also a thing i recommend which i find i'm doing as part of this whole you know obviously self-isolation period we're all going through is you know don't be frightened to do other stuff that's not warhammer you know if you're if warhammer is a big part of your life like it is for us and and, and mm. obviously a lot of other people but don't be frightened to sort of do other things because i'm finding yeah. that i appreciate i'm appreciating 
Warhammer, even though I love it anyway, mm. more by doing other things. Like I'm like at the moment, I'm really watching a lot of wrestling. I used to be really into <laughs> wrestling and, nice. and yeah. I, I, you know, I've sort of, you know, like a lot, again, a bit like Warhammer, you sort of, you drop it for a while and you get back into it. Cause it's, it's never, it never ends. It's always there, mm. <laughs> you know, and you oh, may yeah. take a break for a while. And then obviously you then have to get up to speed with what's happened in the time that you've been away from the hobby or, you know, mm. in this case wrestling. And, you know, I've, yeah, I'm just been watching a load of stuff that I've missed and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And then, mm. but then it's nice because then my mind isn't a hundred percent Warhammer all the time. And then when I, you know, then I'm like, right, okay, I've watched a bit of wrestling today. I'm, you know, right. I'm going to, let's, switch back to Warhammer and you sort of almost appreciate mm. it a bit more because you've been doing something, you know, something else. And it's, yeah. you know, even though we're a Warhammer podcast and mm. we love Warhammer and we want everyone else to love Warhammer, sometimes you mm. need to take a break from it, even if it's just oh, on a yeah. daily basis and just sort of, you know, mm. you're not so focused on it, you know, where you can sort of, cause you, you, that's the thing what happens if you're in a way, if you're focused on it almost too much, not necessarily a project, but just Warhammer in general, you can almost, you know, sort of drive yourself a bit mad through it where oh, sort yeah. of, and you start to unlove it. And that's a real shame. And again, I suppose that applies to a lot of hobbies, you know, oh, not yeah. just this one yeah. as well. So yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and actually one thing I would say um, just before mm. we move on is that one thing I've sort of, you know, uh, sort of jumping on the back of what you said about, you know, picking a, a project that's been hanging around for a while. It's sometimes, mm. you know, you'll have the, you forget you have models that you've either half built or you've built it, but you haven't painted anything. Actually, that's going to come in very handy soon because it's almost mm. like the project goes full circle. Like, yeah. like for example, I've been chatting to some of the guys on Discord about Cities of Sigmar at the moment. I've mm. got like this, you know, uh, Sisters of Battle becoming... Uh, models being used for Cities of Sigmar in my head. You know, I'm mm. like, oh, that can be quite cool. And then you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind doing a Hollow Heart army some part, point. Mm. And then you're like, okay, mm. so I need some wizards. And you're like, huh, that's that Night Encounter that, uh, that's missing a head that's hanging around in my, uh, <laughs> on my shelf somewhere. I'm like, oh, that could come yep. in handy. You know, and it's, it's things like mm. that. We're like, oh, that, you know, that's a model that's been on my shelf for a while for no real benefit it's just there because i yeah. sort of built it and wanted to put a different head on it and it's sort of not really become anything whereas now if that project mm. that i've just said about becomes a thing it's like ah well now you're important again <laughs> <laughs> mr knight and canter so yeah you know, so yeah don't dismiss stuff um you know when because mm. like i said it can always come around full circle right cool okay well my topic for this uh waffle is uh, slightly different. We'll talk about reading and Black mm -hmm. Library. Now, um, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. It's actually fallen off the back of our last waffle where we were talking about what hobby stuff can you do whilst we're in self-isolation, i.e. You know, broadening, mm -hmm. uh, broadening your horizons in the hobby. And I was thinking, well, what actually makes a good Black Library novel? Now, I know mm -hmm. that's obviously like a lot of things. So that's purely subjective. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. you know, what what... Why do we personally, because obviously we read a lot of the books, like a lot of people yes. do it there. What, what, and we, you know, we'll obviously encourage people to read them either because they're into the books and they've not got around to reading something, or perhaps they're not really into the books, would, you know, would like to get into the books, whether it's AOS or 40K or whatever. And then mm. I was thinking, I was sort of thinking to myself and piecing it together, is there certain things that we look for in a, in a Black Library novel? more than others and i don't mean just for obviously mm. what we cover on the show but like to actually enjoy what you know when we talk about books like you know we're 
you know, you, you're a big fan of Black Pyramid, um, for yes. example, aren't you? Uh, we won't say much about that because we'll be, <laughs> that's very much on the horizon. And, uh, so, you know, but for example, that's a book that you've really clicked with. Mm. I've always said the same about Devastation of Baal for me, yes. the Blood Angels book in 40k. And, and the the great work as well and things like that. And you're thinking, well, why, why, you know, cause you could say, well, it's cause you'd really like that faction. I'm like, well, not necessarily. You could like the faction, but that's not always the case. You know, what, mm. what are they sort of, there's got to be, or, or, or the opposite. Why, you know, you've read a novel thing. Oh, I didn't really, didn't really like that to be honest. And I think there's certain things that you can look for in a black library novel, which make it good and or potentially universally good and why you can recommend them. And I think there's a few things that sort of came to mind. I think for me, and this could be the same for you as well, is I like to learn something from the books. Yes. And I don't mean like I would like to learn to become a better person and, <laughs> uh, and things like that. I don't mean something sort of profound like that, but something in the law where, you know, you think, ah, we, I didn't know that. Or, mm. it, you know, it, it, you know, plants a seed that becomes something else. You know, again, I know we're repeating ourselves, but the great work when we covered that, you know, about Belisarius call, the Primaris Marines and things like that, there was lots of, you know, nuggets of information in that novel where you're like, oh, I really didn't know that. And that's mm. quite controversial or yeah. such like. And I think, you know, I think it's trying to find a novel that has almost like an effect on you where it has something memorable. Mm. That's probably what yeah. I'm sort of trying, probably trying to get to. And, you know, some novels are, are what they are. You know, they're the bolter mm. porn ones, for yeah. example, in 40K. Um, not so many in, in AOS, luckily. But, but again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you just want a novel and I just want to hear about, you know, orcs getting gunned down. No offense, mm. orcs. You've got no problem with you. Uh, sorry, uh, let, me, let me change that. Imperial Guard are getting gunned down, um, <laughs> getting really gunned down, and uh, and you know, and that's that. You know, it's like I suppose it's like watching an action movie. It's no different to that. Mm. You're like, that was cool, you know. Yeah, but then sometimes yeah. you want something where it's like it has an effect on you. You know, you're watching the you know Incep- Inception, for example, where you're like, wow, yeah. dreams within dreams, and you're scratching your head, and you want something, <laughs> you know, like basically the the Black Library novel of that. Um, yeah, And I think it's also good to show you something that you're not familiar with as well. I think, mm. again, that's another thing I recommend with people when it, when you're trying to think of novels out there. It's trying to find the ones where, like I said, they, they're showing you a side that you're not familiar with. Something where it's like, oh, I, again, I, I didn't know that. Or it, it's a, a faction you're not particularly, you know, au fait with. Mm. Uh, particularly yeah. like, um, you know, I read uh which i think i said on i can't actually was it on this show or last show i can't remember anyway one of the oh maybe i've not said it yet um <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> if it was last episode the one we're about to record but i read the mask of vile or veil um yeah. which is a harlequin um novella and like i've never mm. read anything about harlequins i mean i've read their lore but i've never read a novel about them and it yeah, was so yeah. good to read something. I mean, the writing wasn't fantastic. Not that I'm one to judge, but it was, it, it was, you know, it was good to read and actually find something where you think, ah, oh, you know what? I don't really read about this faction ever because mm. generally there are factions, especially Harlequins, where there's not much about them in the novels. Obviously it's focused more on your Marines and other, other ones. And yeah, it's like sometimes mm. look, just, you know, try reading a novel, uh, that's something about a faction that you wouldn't usually wouldn't be your first choice. You know, you're like, I'm really into Marines. Yeah. 
yeah, okay, that's fine. You know, read an, El- an Eldar book, you know, because it's t- going to be totally different to hearing about, you know, chain swords and, you know, mm-hmm. them saying prayers, before, you know, in front of their armor and things like that, you know, like, and, and obviously all the bolter stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's nice mm-hmm. to actually learn, you know, read something like that. Um, and I think another thing that comes to mind is again, about, like I said earlier about planting seeds, it's something that inspires ideas. But, I mean, yeah. perfect example is Spear of the Emperor by ADB. <laughs> so he obviously mm-hmm. did that novel the other year uh, about a you know relatively unknown chapter, the uh, you know the Emperor's yeah. Spears, and it's a, obviously it's a really good book. But also, it it was lovely to read about a chapter that no one really knew anything about. I suppose a bit like mm. we're getting with the brazen drakes at the moment <laughs> in the, <laughs> with the upcoming psychic awakening, you know, it's, it's nice to hear something brand new where they, you know, you have, you can't really say you have expectations because you don't know anything or, you know, you know very little about them. Um, whereas mm. if it was a blood angels novel, you know, generally what to expect. And it, you know, that was great because you saw, he, you know, he, he sort of based it around what he wanted them to be, their own sort of background, their history, their connections mm. with the Imperium or the, 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 you know, how frail that is and things like that. And it's like, yes, it's nice to find that sort of novel when you get something brand new. It's a bit like us when mm. we cover an, a brand new faction, like when we did yeah. the, um, the Ossiart Bone Reapers or, or mm. when we did the Ideneth Deepkin. It's like, yes, it's like something fresh <laughs> and something brand new mm. way you can't say oh i know i know what this is all about it's dark angels and their hush hush <laughs> secrets yes yes we know all about that you know and it's again that's not necessarily a bad thing but you you know mm. what to expect is but then off the back of that book spear of the emperor there's you know you go on you go on social media there's people that are doing loads of you know their versions of of the emperor's spears as a chapter mm. like, you know they're, they're mm. tagging Aaron Dempsey bowed in and going, yeah, look, look what I'm doing. And again, that's lovely when you sort of seeing that people, it's not just they've enjoy, thoroughly enjoyed the book, it's then led on to their actual yeah, hobby yeah. side as well. And I think, you know, that again, it's, it's something you see with him, particularly with his Night Lords as well. How many people, even now, he's, those novels have, you know, been around for a long time, in, mm. relatively, and people are still tagging him. Look, 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 I just did, look at this Night Lord I just did. And it's like, you know, it's great. Even now people still get inspired yeah. by that. Yeah. And yeah, I love that sort of connection. But, um, but yeah, is there any, like, what you know, what, in your opinion, with, you know, the many Black Library mm. novels you've read, um, like, what do you think is there, do you think there's key things that, you, that sort of tick your boxes? Ooh, um, I really, really like seeing different sides to characters, I think is one mm-hmm. of the things that really gets me in there. So like, um, again, we'll talk about this more when we get to it tomorrow, but, um, oh, tomorrow, a few days time, brain. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons I really like Black Pyramid is we see a lot more of Manfred, um, mm-hmm. spoilers, Manfred's in that book. Hey, you should read that book. Um, <laughs> we see a lot more of Manfred. We learn a lot more about him. Uh, about his past in the terms of Age of Sigma, not necessarily Warhammer Fantasy, and just what he is and how he exists, and we understand him deeper. Um, Talon of Horus is an amazing book, because mm-hmm. if you don't read that book, Abaddon is a screaming lunatic who is following <laughs> in his father's footsteps. <laughs> if you read Talon of Horus, Abaddon is a screaming lunatic, lunatic who is very deliberately treading over his father's footsteps to erase mm. them and take back what is rightfully his and many, many other things. If that that single book barely has Abaddon in it and mm. 
changes his character entirely on his head from my notion of what he was before that. Um, you know, lot, lots of things like that uh, is really what I like to see in books. Um, I, I had the thought of the way to sum this up the most succinctly is I like books that matter, mm-hmm. which is a really dumb way of saying it, but it kind it's kind of the amalgamation of all the points you were making, which is I like books where we learn something new or something mm. new is introduced or the yep. world is fleshed out in an unexpected way or yep. something happens. Like Yeah, something meaty, something important, mm. something actually changes the lay of the land. Yeah. You know, something yeah, where it's like, like this actually has impact to mm. the universe that you're yeah. reading about. Yeah. Like the, the the Soul Wars novel I like mm. because part of it is literally the Necroquake. Like it is yeah. documenting the the realm shaking event that changed Age of Sigma, brought about two point cha- brought about all these new factions, all that kind of stuff, you know, sort of emerging into the light. Um, I love, I love, 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 love the great work. The same things we're learning new things mm-hmm. about the universe. New things are happening. Things are changing. Um, partly because this like. Who knows what's going on with the Necrons <laughs> if it turns out they are going to be the big antagonists of ninth edition whenever that mm. comes up. Part yep. of that might be the fact that there's a new Catan just kind of just floating around on the edge of the galaxy waiting for mm. his moment. All that kind of stuff. Um, again, hey, spoilers for stuff we've covered before, I guess. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's Necrons in a book about the Adeptus Mechanicus. Who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> um, and when it really... What really matters to me is um, showing... It, it really is showing those alternate sides to characters. Like, mm. um, the, the Dark Imperium books, like uh, Dark Imperium and Plague War, are good. They're not incredible, but they are good. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the best bit about them is Gilliman sitting in his study, just head in his hands. What have we done? What has <laughs> happened to this... To this Im- what has happened to this empire that we built? You know, yeah. we... We, for hundreds of years, shed our own blood, saw our, you know, saw our, technically our children die with the terms of the Space Marines to, mm-hmm. to Primarchs, etc., you know, sacrificed billions of lives, did awful, terrible things, all in the name of forging a home for humanity that was not this, <laughs> <laughs> not, not this place where even the calendars don't line up, and if your calendar doesn't line up with someone else's, they'll try and burn you alive, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. like, that, that depth of that that flavor of character that, mm. that really bringing the delicious it, it's rounding it out a lot of 40k is tropey you know yes there's, there's so. big men in big armor with big guns and there's fast smart psychic elves who are all haughty and arrogant and there's orcs who are angry and kill things and there's all that and then you step a little deeper in with some of the best stuff black library has to offer and you say well yes that man he's big he's shouty he's in big armor he's got a big gun but mm. He's conflicted, and that's very, mm. that's very, um, uh, I was gonna say that's very cliche, but like, there's conflicts in other ways. Again, Devastation of Baal, I adore that book. Again, mm-hmm. as far as I was aware, Dante was a chapter master. He's old, cool, he's still going strong, and then I read that book, and I'm like, oh, he's so old. Yeah. Let him die. <laughs> yeah. Put him in Let the bed, I'll, I, I'll pull the plug. It would be yeah. a mercy. <laughs> Yeah. It's what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> it's all he wants. Um, <laughs> and again, really changed the character for me uh, up until then. I was like, I mean, he looks cool. Some of the stuff he's done is cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, 
He's not that different to any other chapter master from any random chapter, not even a founding Legion chapter. And then you read Devastation of Bala, go, oh no, he's he's actually one of the coolest characters that the Imperium has to offer us. And you go, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> um, conversely, I, I do enjoy books that don't, I, I don't like saying don't matter as much, but it's the best way my brain can express this. Um, the Ciaphas Kane books, mm. they don't affect the greater world of the Imperium very heavily. But they're yeah. good books. They're fun to yeah. read. But at the end of the day, it's cowardly hero of a commissar and his stenchy manservant with a melter gun and hot tea mm. go and save the day. And that's fine. It's just telling last gun porn stories. <laughs> porn is a little more funny. <laughs> Again, it, it, it is stock stories that are made interesting because of great characters and, you know, the the way the stories are set and things like that, more than the story itself actually mattering, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. a CFS Kane book would be just as good if the tone was changed and it was a Gaunt's Ghost book and the Gaunt's Ghosts were in it, you know? Yeah. It would be a very different tone, but you could have the exact same plot set up, the exact same events throughout the whole book. The only thing changing is not Siafis, Kane, and Jürgen, you know, man and chatting it up. Oh, quick, 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 quick. Instead, you've got Gaunt and all this ghost going, hmm, yes, uh, uh, stealth, last guns, our planet is dead. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't change the impact. I guess impact. Books that have impact might be a better way than saying books that matter, because I don't, again, I don't want to, like, talk down at those authors. They're great authors. They've written books that I've really enjoyed. But Mm. the books I enjoy the most are the ones with impact. That's a better way of putting it. Thank you, Brain. Yeah. No, 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 I I get totally where you're (laughs) coming from. That's exactly what I'm coming from. It's not dismissing the ones that don't have impact, because ultimately there has to be a balance. They can't all be Mm. impactful, because then everything would become numb to that you wouldn't like yeah. so much so many big things are happening it's like uh yeah okay oh, yeah. whatever mm. they have to sort of do it piecemeal and do it Absolutely. here and there otherwise yeah. yeah we it would yeah it would sort of be crazy otherwise and mm. but then you do need those as in you need, need the impactful ones because again if it was just all the the rest of it it would just like well nothing's moving forward like everything's mm. just mm. you know it's stuck in stuck in time really which again is okay but again that would have its implications but no i think that's right it's, it's getting that sort of healthy balance of of novels and 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 also it's good to read the ones that that don't mm. have the impact because it's almost like you can relax when reading them because you think mm. you, know, you know especially for us because obviously we <laughs> as you know as we cover a lot of the you know relatively quite a few novels on here that you know you mm. we're, you know we're trying to absorb them to pick out the interesting and impactful bits because obviously that's why we're doing mm. a summary of it but then you know, if it's not much of that, then like, cool, I can just read, you know, just about, you know, Imperial Guard getting killed. Mm. Um, yeah. Happy days. Um, and, <laughs> and that'll suit me. But then, you know, that, and that's why I like sometimes, like when I read the Necromunda novels, for example, mm. they're good for that. Because again, you know, the, the, you, you know, obviously it's, it's it within the 40k universe, but because it's not, it's not really going to have impact to that side of things. And, yeah you know in yeah. general it's quite nice you can just get lost in a, in a cool <clears> little <throat> story about a gang mm. and, and you know another gang and 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 the, the politics and the the rivalry that go on and obviously often the, the necromunds can necromunda ones can be a bit 
comedic you know, not again mm, not in a bad mm. way but just they can have a little bit of right, light relief and it's yeah. great to have that side of things and it's get you know it's great to have that sort of novel that you can just enjoy it and go cool i really enjoyed that that was good fun it's, again it's no different to to watching movies it's the same thing it's like that was a cool yeah you know enjoyable movie but then you'll find something that's <laughs> you know dark and crazy and you know you mm. need to sit up and watch and that's what yeah, you know yeah. the ones you've some of the ones you've described are as well and mm. and and yeah, I sort of echo your point about like Talon a Horse and ones like that. I I love actually some of my favourite books are ones about Chaos Space Marines because mm. so many of them, you know, subvert your expectation and will be totally different to what you expect. I mean, yeah. I mean, for example, with you know Talon Horus and obviously Black Legion, uh, Kaon, the uh, the the main narrator of it. You know, mm. he's so different to what, you know, he's a, he's a thousand sons sorcerer assassin and, mm. but he's totally different to what you would, it's in my mind, what you expect, you know, because oh, especially yeah. with chaos, you know, space means you, you expect them to be, you know, you know, moustache twirling, nasty Marines, <laughs> you know, and yes, a lot of them are, but, but a lot of them mm. aren't, you know, some of them yeah. are actually not that different to the loyalists. And like I said, yeah. on the last waffle, I think it was where you know, when I was talking about Blades of Damocles, where the Ultramarines of that were mm. really nasty to the Tau, and yeah. I think, well, you're, you're not far different to Chaos Space Marines, really. <laughs> you know, and again, it's probably deliberate. You know, it's that, mm. it's those shades of grey, and again, that's cool. That's what you need. Um, keeps it interesting, so never a bad mm. thing. So yeah, I, again, I think it's like everything. It's just it's having, you know, having the will to sort of give a lot of these novels a go. Again, writes a mm. passage in 40K, which is based around the the Navigator Houses. I implore people to read that book. Again, it's mm. very isolated. It's not, I wouldn't call it impactful, but it's just good to read because you're seeing a side of something that you would probably wouldn't see in any of the other novels, or they've just hinted it. Because yeah. I suppose when we talk about things that are impactful, especially when it comes to the writing side of things and the law in 40K AOS or whatever, is it's difficult because there's no there's no real central tome of law. You know, ultimately, mm. you know, you've got, okay, you've got the rule books, you've got the core books, but and then the rest of it is nuggets hidden in codexes, battle tomes and novels. Mm. You know, it's not like you can't say to someone, right, if you want to know all there is to know about 40K, read this book. Because that doesn't yeah. exist. Like I said, no. we can say read the read the read the the law part of the rule book to get a good understanding of what's happening. Mm. But you can't cover everything in one book. So, so yeah. you know when you see wikis and things like that, all they are is amalgamation of things that people have pulled from various resources mm. and put it together. But but even then, it's not necessarily massively coherent because it's come from different places, which obviously mm. is a reflection particularly a 40k where you know they obviously the they say that a lot of things out there you've got to take with a pinch of salt because obviously things get lost in translation or mm. record books are, are a bit tweaked and time and and spacey wacy sort of stuff you know things are not always how you see them to be so yeah i think it's good to sort of that's why it's good to have a book where it's like this is what has happened or this was actually what happened. You're like, Oh, I really didn't know that. And, and it just, yeah. that's where they hit more, you know? And that's why, mm. you know, when we talk about ones like the great work, you're like, wow, I re you know, it's, it's almost like it's trying to put that puzzle together that you're in your head, mm. your head cannon puzzle. <laughs> you know, it's a Rubik's cube that you're trying mm. to turn. And it's like, you need <laughs> these a, books to do it. It's a Rubik's cube. Yay. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's why we do this. 
yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's 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 so many out there. I, I know, obviously, at the moment, especially with 40k and AOS, obviously 40k has obviously got a lot more to to choose from mm. novel wise compared to AOS. Obviously, it's playing catch up to a degree, but yeah. But I actually find, in a way, that's actually in AOS's uh, co- you know corner really because. They do have, I think, at the moment, because they have less novels, they're often generally a bit stronger um, mm. compared to, whereas 40K is a bit more diluted, I would say, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean all the AOS ones are fantastic. Obviously, we've said many mm. times, Realm Gate Wars are not great, but they have their moments, um, whereas some yeah. of the ones, like like I said, Soul Wars, you know, Callus and Toll and things like that mm. are really yeah. good novels, you know, Play Garden. Black yes. Pyramid when we talk about yep. it. And uh, <laughs> when I finish reading it. And um, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like I said, it's, I, I mean, we, again, you know, we're talking about these novels. They've all got, you know, this is all subjective. It's just, you know, it's just something to get you thinking about. And, and like I said, I think for, for people, if you're quite into the novels, you know, give some of them a chance. I know that often mm. obviously comes with a cost. You know, sometimes it's not always easy. Uh, obviously that could be a financial and that can be a time cost as well. So mm. I know that that's easier said than done, but yeah, you know, try and give some of these a go and, you know, and also I think try to find a novel that suits your mood. Just again, it's go- going back to when you were talking about your Zen hobby moments earlier, where you want, you know, <laughs> yeah. to have a model to work on, that suits the mood you're in. I think the same applies with novels. I think sometimes, mm. you, like I said, you just want something meaty. Sometimes you just oh, want yeah. that's, that's easy going, uh, mm. you know, it, or whatever universe you want to be reading about. You know, I, mm. I think you know because we're lucky that we cover the the main two uh, mm. Warhammer universes in 40k and AOS. Is we do get a wide range of novels and things and to to suit your mood but then like i said don't forget your necromunders um you know there's mm. been you know there's beastgrave that had its novel and you know, you know some of the smaller games have had their own novels mm. you know yeah don't don't forget them as well because sometimes that can just give yeah. you an alternative you wouldn't think of mm. and of course read the warhammer fantasy novels there's a ton of great mm. 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 definitely Godric i think felix books mm. brown of the bounty yeah. hunter mm. All good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Especially the, the Gotchek ones, they tend to go quite cheap, I've noticed, especially if you've got mm. Kindle. So, yeah, definitely yeah. keep an eye out for those. And I think we will I think we should try and make a little bit more of a conscious effort, to, I think, to cover yeah. some more of those books, I think, actually. I think I've been meaning for us to do that, because I think that would be – it's always nice to, you know, remember where the, your roots are, where <laughs> they come from, <laughs> and all yes. that. So, cool. Okay. Well, I think that's mm. been – a good lengthy normal waffle. So mm, yeah. I think we'll uh, wrap up here. So like I said, hopefully with this sort of, you know, isolation period and, you know, and all such, we hopefully we'll try and get a few more of these little waffles out, you know, cause I said, mm. I'm doing it on a lunch break. So it's easier yeah. just to, you know, get it out. And so we'll try and, you know, give a bit more content to you guys as well as obviously our, our normal mm. sort of episodes um, and such like. So uh, before we finish, Cameron, where can people find you on that old internet? You can find me on Twitter. Don't know why this is why my voice went, so we can stop <laughs> that before I offend any Deep South listeners or anything like that. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, you can find me retweeting things critical of my government and also pictures of cats. Um, hmm. <laughs> the usual. 
<laughs> yes, it's pandemic. It's pandemic times for equal parts activism and comfort. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at realm underscore and underscore ruin. Uh, I recently put a photo on there, so I've not hey. forgotten that it exists. I did that today. Well done, me. I remembered well I have an done. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and of course, find me on our Discord. Come chat, mm. chit chat, chit chat, chat. You can see all the wonderful projects people are doing. If you mm. want to know how to paint blue, bug math. He's great at it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yes, you can mm-hmm. find me on that old twitter.com as well at uh, ninja badger seven you can find our podcast on there as well our main mm. source of social media at realm and ruin and uh, yeah like i said join our discord as well we've got some lovely new people that have joined we've had a nice glut of new people mm. obviously tying with the self-isolation period <laughs> no doubt which is obviously the perfect time to jump on there and stay um so yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah so you know be free you know feel free to join like i said it's always mm. free to join on there uh so the link to discord will be in the show notes um mm. so yeah that's been one waffle number five and said hopefully many more to come <laughs> uh mm. stay safe out there everyone and as always yes we'll catch you on the next one bye bye <laughs>